So who all read a, a AJ Fickery? Yay! So. Yay! 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 Um. All right. So we have our um, microphone <clears throat> up here, and we would like to be able to put this up as a, a segment. So we would love it if you would be able to come up to the microphone and tell us and tell us what you think. what you thought of the book. In again, for your discussion points. The book that we're doing is the story and life of AJ Fickery by Gabrielle Zevin. If you don't come up to the microphone, I'm going to beatbox. I read this book like good. probably, I think I was. 2014. 2014, okay. So that would have been after I moved to Oklahoma City. Was that before? No? Yeah, I was already working in radio at that time. So I don't know why I read this book. This is not my style. I think it's because it took place in a bookstore. Mm-hmm. I have a threshold of decision-making when I see books. If it's a bookstore book, I don't care what else is going on. If it's in a bookstore, I'm going to read it. And then if I don't hate it, I'll keep reading it. And I love this book so much that I shared it with my sister-in-law who lives in Washington State. And then she took it to her book club, which read it and loved it and shared it with their people and so on and so forth. It which is which is why I thought, well, geez, I didn't hate it, so I bet everybody else would like it too. <laughs> I know, amazing, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, that's a good that's a good standard to hold it to. Well, for me, if you consider the kind of books I read, yeah. So, who all liked yeah. the book? Did everyone like, or did anyone not like it? Yeah, everyone liked it. It was, it was pretty good. What were your thoughts on the Edgar Allan Poe book? What do you mean? That he, um, that he idolized, that he, the collect, yeah, the collectible book. That was stolen at the beginning of the story. Yeah, but it, it made it through the whole story. Right. But did, they never actually gave him back that book, did they? Yes, they did. Did they give it back to him? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, I couldn't remember. Anom- yeah. Anonymously. Anonymously. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. It had crayon on the front of it. Right. I just found it really interesting that, well, of course, it's because I like book collecting. The idea of idolizing this tiny little book, you know, and he would, I found it so sad that at the beginning where he was sitting there having a glass of wine with the book. <laughs> You know, after after his wife <laughs> died, and he was so lonely and so bereft that he brought the book out and sat it there and and drank two bottles of wine, basically with the book. The book was his companion. That sounds like you. I mean, what's wrong with that, Martha? I go in my book know. room with my yeah. box of wine many, sometimes, and that's it. Do that? Like, not me. Okay. <laughs> Exactly. That's all he had left. He had no kids, no wife, no family, really. His sister's there. Yeah. His sister-in-law. His sister-in-law. Yeah. His mom didn't come visit him. Nope. It's such a sad book. But I don't know if that's amazing or just really, really sad. See, I liked in the book the fact that this little girl, like, completely changed his, his life. So just that, which you find out is not really that random later in the book, but that random... 
but to him action. it was random for him it was it was random yeah. and he just he wouldn't seem you, you wouldn't have thought that he was the type that well would he totally wasn't he totally was so not much. the type he was completely self-centered a snob kind of a youngish youngish guy really in his 30s well i think he was like 30 arthur's gonna speak he? come on baby tell us all you speak. know what do you what are your thoughts on this well as a former self-absorbed uh, self-involved male person i can say that it's not that unique when you have a child come into your life and it totally changes everything and how you look at everything. I mean, I could totally identify with that part of it because I had no idea what kind of parent I would be. Oh, I see what you're saying. Until you get the opportunity to do it. And so but you kind of knew, though, because your wife got pregnant and you had nine months to think about it. It didn't mean that I didn't worry about it the whole nine months. True. And every kid thinks their situation's normal until they find out something different. That's very true. So I didn't want to present a normal for my child mm. that wasn't as inclusive as it could be. And so I really, I meant, it's like when the little girl wanted to know what other dads did that didn't have bookstores. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So. That's a good point. <clears throat> Thank you, Arthur. Or Alan, whichever one you want. Oh, and he <laughs> brought his daughter with him to the bookstore. <laughs> and she's a big girl now. Sarah, what do you think of it? Now you have to follow up. Did you read it? Oh, man. To be fair, I wasn't provided the copy until tonight. <laughs> now she's going to read it. Yes. Abby, are you going to speak? Okay, I will be the thorn in somebody's side. Oh, no, you I, don't like it. I almost DNF'd this book. What? I did. I found the whole little girl thing. It was almost too far out for me to extend my mind for it. Like, I was like, are you kidding me? Seriously, this is happening right now. This is not happening. I, the whole process. Oh, it, you're talking about the me. legal part yeah, of it? Yeah, and him okay. just, it yeah. just, it bothered me. I was like, I'm, I'm about to not finish this. The fact like, that he was on an island yeah. and that everyone knew each other, I think was probably the only way I was able to let go of that part of it. Because mm -hmm. if that happened here, it wouldn't happen the same way. You're absolutely right, Kayla. Well, just about anywhere, I don't think it would happen that way. I mean, somebody can't call the police and say, hey, I found this random child in my bookstore, and they're going to say, okay, can you just go ahead keep and keep that weekend. baby for the weekend? <laughs> can you keep her overnight? Well, there are and I'll come towns. back tomorrow, though. That usually doesn't happen. There are right? small There's towns that operate like, uh, like small islands. Yeah. Where everybody knows everybody. Yeah, but he was the most unlikely person to keep that yeah. child. He didn't have any other children. But he had the letter. That's why he felt so obligated. Yeah, and that's a good point. Abby said the, the letter, letter that was given, it, the letter was left by the mother 
to the owner of the bookstore to keep her child. She actually spoke to AJ and then made a choice to leave the child with him. So I suppose that would have been enough for... Treated like a will? I mean... Sort of. If that really, really happened in court... Oh, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that it probably would mm-hmm. especially if he's fighting for it because i mean if you think about all of the foster children that are in the system right now that system is completely stressed there aren't enough people who volunteer to take kids in they're coming in all the time you know people go to jail people you know all of these people that have kids that do things wrong or whatever the reason is, somebody has to take care of those kids. So there's a list of people who are available to take care of kids. And if you're not on the list, ugh. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I think most of the time they try to find a relative, right? They do try, and they tried to find a relative. In the book, they talk about that. But she doesn't have any because she, has, she came from the foster system. Yeah. Yeah. So she didn't have... Part of the reason that it was difficult, and as you read the book, you start to realize how horrible this girl's situation is. She has no network of people. She has no help. She has no safety net. And she has this baby and she can't care for it. And she tries to take it to her foster mother and her foster mother says, well, I'm not getting a check, so get out of here. So she tries to take it to the father. The father says, well, I'm married. <laughs> Actually, he didn't say it. The, the, His wife did? The wife said, you know, buzz off. So what is she going to do? I mean, the baby's got to eat. And then she ends up walking off the pier, whatever it is that she does. Okay, can we talk about that for a moment? Because I want to know, isn't there a Virginia Woolf story where, is it yeah. Mrs. Dalloway? Well, I think Virginia Woolf. Or Virginia Woolf. That's how she committed suicide. I, I, don't, no, I don't know about the Virginia Woolf thing. Okay, so um, when I was in college, I read The Awakening by Kate Chopin, which is referenced in this book. And in The Awakening, spoiler alert for like a book that's like 140 years old, um, it's about this woman who is, she's married and she has kids, but it, this is in the Victorian era where you're just kind of like expected to do this. And the book is kind of about somebody who should not have been a mother because she's not really willingly a mother. And so she tries to become independent. She tries to like get her own house and explore art and all these other different things. And it's not working because society is not supporting that decision. They're expecting her to be a wife and mother. So at the end of the book, she drowns herself. She walks out into the water and just keeps going. And the last thought she has before she drowns is, of her children, but what about Raoul and Etienne? And then she drowns. And it's like, oh well, and then she drowns. Ugh. And it's, it's a really, really heartbreaking book. I read that in college that had um, an impact on me as a feminist. I studied a lot of that time period, you know, in, in my history courses and in my master's degree and stuff. Uh, <laughs> so I really appreciated um, the references to the awakening that were in that book. That's the first thing I thought of when she drowned herself is I thought she is just like the main character mm-hmm. in the awakening is yep. that she has been put into this corner and there are no other choices left for her. So she drowns herself. 
So, I, and then the book yeah. isn't really about her, even. No, no, it's not. But I thought that was a very nice reference to the awakening. And when we get to it, we'll talk about my favorite part of the book. But well, then talk about your oh, part okay. of the favorite part of the book. You're already okay, up here. Since I'm already up here, and I don't have to like you know stand up and down. Um, so my favorite part of the book uh, was when they were in the hospital, and he's going in for his surgery. And his wife says, you know, you can't die on me. I don't want to get back on Match.com. <laughs> 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 I busted out laughing because um, I, I got divorced several years ago, and then I did the whole online dating thing. So I know what it's like to go through bad date after bad date after bad date. Believe me, I have stories of just weird guys that messaged me and guys I went out with once that were disasters, guys that I went out with several times and then dropped big red flag bombs on me and I had to break up with them. And um, so the whole, then I met my husband and you know I've told him things like, if he's starting to feel kind of crappy or something, I'm like, don't die on me. I don't want to go back on plenty of fish. <laughs> <laughs> so, so when she said, I don't want to get back on match.com, I just started laughing like, yes. I hear you preach. I hear you. <laughs> so that was the part that I, like, I really, really identified with that part of the book, like, more than I would have ever expected, because this is not my kind of book. I'm like Martha. I read weird sci-fi crap about mm -hmm. talking plants and, uh, you know, just, just spaceships and crap. Um, if so, it doesn't take place in space, then yeah, you're out. Well, I'll read it, you know, if it's <laughs> like, I love the power. That's not in space at all, but no, that's it isn't. some really weird freaky super mutant powers anyway um so this was definitely not my book uh i was kind of like you when she when uh, the, he got the little girl i was kind of like oh my god this is what it kind of take soap a, opera yeah. crap is it, this it did take a minute to <laughs> yeah suspend yeah. your disbelief based on the circumstances yeah. because it really was not a normal situation yeah. well had had martha not said good things about this book and if it was not a book club pick i might have stopped there just because that kind of weirded me out a little bit. And it's just it's just not my kind of book. I don't read live drama books. I hate live drama books. I don't books like them either. Because people start talking about their personal problems or whatever, and I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care if that's your problem. I have enough problems on my own. I don't want to take on your burdens because that's going to give me extra anxiety I don't need. So, uh, yeah, I, I could have easily dumped this book as well, but I stuck with it. I'm glad I did because if only for the Match.com thing because that <laughs> – Everybody has their own <laughs> that, favorite like, spots. Me down. But, yeah, I did enjoy the book. I liked it a lot. Anybody so, else? Surprising. You want to come tell us why you loved it or hated it? But Virginia Woolf did kill herself by drowning. She – she put stones in her pockets and walked out into a lake, I think. Gotta love Virginia Woolf, man. Yeah. I've read a couple of books that have mentioned that. I looked it up just to make sure, but... I think that Kayla had a great point about because of where we are and how we are, everybody's used to DNA tests and mm -hmm. this, and the system is broke, but it's also very intrusive. Ooh, yeah. into people's lives and so there was a little literary license or whatever taken mm. with the letter being enough for him to get to keep the child girl. the other character i liked was the police guy that i know he me. was great wasn't yeah, he I he like reminds me guy. of mikey as far as he didn't <laughs> he didn't read and he ends up starting a book club before and he ends the book's up, over. Yeah. Yeah. 
owning the bookstore at the end. Yeah, but it was it was See, totally underestimate the picture guy. Well, and like I say, we all know people that used to never read and now they read mm -hmm. and a lot of it is time in your life yeah whether you have what you have going on and if you have time yeah well we yeah. all make time for what's important to us yeah and if reading is that then reading is that mm -hmm. but at certain points in our lives whether it's getting married or changing diapers or whatever <laughs> that's not it's as coming. important <laughs> so that was some of my thoughts yeah let me read i want to read this uh this quote really quickly we read to know we're not alone we read because we are alone we read and we are not alone we are not alone <laughs> that made me cry i'm telling you guys that's one of the reasons i love this book so much is it's about people who love books it doesn't to me all this other stuff is just noise it's the love of books and the bookstore and their connection to each other because of the books that really sucked me into the story and really made me believe in it and feel it can we talk about that author <laughs> Who sh that man who showed up oh as oh the my god author. that was hilarious. Oh my god. yes that was funny so like i don't know how i would handle loving a book i'm like oh i can finally meet this person and this random person shows up and i'm like yep i love that because it like, makes you I would think sec i would second guess myself on yes. every right like wait a minute like, maybe i don't like this book so much <laughs> was watching i don't remember what but they were talking about um I think it was maybe even Ray Bradbury talking about he went to some kind of a seminar with a bunch of t teachers and whatnot and they were talking about the teachers were standing up there and saying well the author meant this when he was writing the book and the author was there and he said that's not what I meant and then she argued with him he wrote it Exactly. So what I'm saying is that a lot of times what you write gets away from you and it becomes a part of someone else's narrative. And I think that's the first time I sort of had that idea that, you know, what you read in the book becomes you and your own property because your feelings are tied in with that. So it's sort of like meeting your favorite band for the first time and they're in a shitty mood and they're total jerks to you and it changes your perception of the music forever and that has happened to me so many times that I try not to meet people that I admire I know that sounds awful but it's happened to me with a, with a yeah an author that I love and I went to a book signing and she just rubbed me the wrong way it's amazing um, how it just totally changes your whole I used to love your books and now I'm Mm. Yeah. Anybody else want to speak about the book? Megan will. will. Of course she will. Of course I will. Um, my biggest problem, and I had to actually go back and see how old AJ was, because I pictured him as this crotchety old, like, lighthouse keeper guy owning the bookstore. Because <laughs> he was so, like, I'm ancient and I'm he so really old. He really did kind of feel like that at yeah. first. And then he? I was like, wait, didn't he say he was, like, in his 30s? Yeah, I was like, like, hold on. And yeah, so I had to, like, go back and look at it. And I was more mad that I was like, 
him and I are like the same age and he's calling himself old and now I feel like I need to evaluate if I feel old or not. <laughs> <laughs> and like, so that, but I, like, I just didn't picture him as like someone I would have gone to high school with when he was like talking and you were like meeting him. I was like, he does seem a lot older. Yeah. But I think his, when you lose, speaks yeah. yeah, I think when you lose somebody though, like that. Oh, absolutely. I think it changes you in a way that sort of, because you're not supposed to lose your spouse until you're old. Yes. I actually did consider that as part of my, you know, how I perceived the book when I first read it. And that was sort of where the direction I came at it from. Yeah. Is that he became older because he lost his life partner at such an early age. And he really did believe that she was his life partner. Yeah. The other one I, lo- I didn't love when they left us hanging after the car crash. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, I was like, what yeah. happened to her? <laughs> and then, like, all of a sudden she reappears, and I'm like, oh, okay. That's when I had to go back and be like, I did too. And then I realized she wasn't. And yeah. I was like, what I happened? had forgotten about that part, honestly. And yeah. I, because I went back and read it again for the second time, and I didn't remember that. Yeah. Maybe that's it. why I didn't give it a higher score the first time I read it. Because I expect to go to like the next chapter and be like, oh, here's what happened. And I was like, and it's well, like they skip. Yeah. Like, year, like a year. And then or all of so. a sudden she's like there again. I'm like, oh, she, okay, she lived cool. Okay. Great. And she never says anything about it. No, never says a word. No. But I overall, but I kind of like that. I kind of like when they got to the ending where she and the cop are sitting here having this conversation. And all of that stuff that's hidden that whole time, all of a sudden he goes, by the way, I know about that. And you're like. Yeah. Whoa. I also want to be in his book club of true crime amazing. I know, right? <laughs> I love the fact that they had to start making the um, the officers leave their firearms. Yes. <laughs> yes. Because there's too many fights over Too many guys. fights. <laughs> what, did they call, what did they call the book club? The Chief's Choice? Chief's Choice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And they have to leave their firearms at the door because yeah, they get into funny. fights. That's I did. Like, I, I was like, books. can I just go to that book club? I just want to read all the, the true crime. But as a whole, I really did like mysteries. the book. Mysteries. Mysteries. Mysteries, yes. Yeah. As a whole, I did like the book. Those are just him feeling like he should be a 90-year-old lighthouse keeper somewhere on an island. Yeah. Yep. And then the like gap after the car crash. Those were my two things that like got away and yeah. annoyed me enough that I probably would say four out of five stars. But I really You're like giving it. it a whole star down for that? Four and a, four and a half. Four and a half. No, it's Goodreads fine. doesn't let you, you give half stars. You can give your stars however you want, honey. <laughs> Goodreads doesn't let you half star things. You either have to do That's even. another thing that we need to talk about, Goodreads. Yes. I agree. They need to give us half, half and quarter stars. stars. Yes. Quarter they haven't updated stars. their platform stars. in like 100 yes. years. Mm. It's beige and boring still, so, you know. I haven't put my books on book Goodreads in a long time. <laughs> I just I'm enjoy behind. watching the number go up. It tells me how far I am in a book. It's like, you're 50% of the way through. Hmm. Well, I don't ever go. I just wait till I'm done. And then I go click the done button. I normally lose bookmarks. So I use Goodreads as a, like an extra bookmark. As a bookmark. <laughs> like, hmm. Are any of you guys on Goodreads? Goodreads? What about you guys? Yeah? Vonnie. I'm on there. It's just not updated. <laughs> For how long? A year? Keep <laughs> like around there. If you read on a Kindle, it automatically marks you as complete. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm not a Kindle reader. 
We have a Kindle, which I have to read because I have old lady eyes. And I can't see a real book. Mm-hmm. But when you complete the book, it pops up a little screen and asks you how many stars you give it. And you give it five stars. Oh. And then that updates Goodreads. So I never have to tell Goodreads I'm done. It even ups, up puts the date on it. Every, every really? Oh, That's yeah. awesome. So it's you automatically convenient. get kept track of for your book totals at the end of the year? Because... That company that starts with an A that you buy your Kindle books from uh-huh. owns Goodreads. So if you buy what Kindle, you didn't know that mind blown. Yeah. Yeah. So they're the same now. So yeah, every time every book when did I that buy, happen? A couple years ago. A couple ago. years ago. So all the Kindle books automatically show up on my Goodreads, and I never have to update it. it oh just well, I don't all, read. I don't read Kindle I read at all. So I wish okay. I would hook up to the library because then it would keep that track would be of my good books. Too. My library books, I add them automatically. <clears throat> yeah. But on the back to the book, I love the book. I like all the feels. Thank mm-hmm. you. The feels. Sorry, I, can't. <laughs> the feels. I like the feels. And so what I loved in the book was when the little girl was thinking about how glad she was glad she was left in the bookstore and not in the cafe. Yeah. So, like, if you were abandoned as uh, a child, would you rather be abandoned in a bookstore or in a cafe? cafe. <laughs> yeah. So that's what I love. Mm. Oh, mm-hmm. I totally forgot about that part. And I love it when they're talking about the book thief and the one old lady, like, hated the book thief because she's like, I don't want something that's narrated by death. Death is too close to me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think those were her exact words, but you, you remember the part. I thought that was pretty good. I think this is... That's the one thing I really like about book clubs is that when you start talking about a book, then you notice places that you didn't really pay that close of attention to when you were reading it, and you can see what it meant to other people. Because when we first started doing this whole podcast thing, our, we were very anti-book club. Mm-hmm. You were anti-book club. I was anti-book club. She was anti-book club. Yes, because I don't like being forced to read a book. Martha has grown over the years that we've had because she used to be very anti-book club, very anti-romance. Yeah, anti-Twilight. And now she doesn't berate me for my Twilight pick. Yep, yep. She's let Alyssa, the romance queen... Is part of our book club now. When presented with new information, is it, it is acceptable to change your mind. So you can, tr- so you can you, teach an old dog new tricks. So you don't like Occasionally. being forced to read, huh? Kayla's already I putting her imagine. stuff away. What? Can't imagine how that is. No, I don't. No. No. I got the first two. Issue. I'm yes. backing off. Yes. I'm not doing any more. The was first control. two. That's it. Well, the way I look at it is, I'm not forcing any of these guys to read the book if they don't want to. I understand. Except for me. She will force me. No. No. But you look down on Mikey for reading pictures. She won't force me. She'll do that passive aggressive mother thing that's like, you're not going to read that book? No. If you guys read a romance novel, I'll try it. I'll try it. But if I'm not getting into it, then I'll just not read anymore. I figure everybody should have that option with whatever book they read. It's not, 
I mean, and you can still come to the book club if you don't read the book. I mean, the whole point of a book club is to be with people who love books and to socialize. So to not show up if you didn't finish the book is kind of getting rid of the point. The point is to be with people that you like, that like to read, right? Mm -hmm. True. No, no, no. And you find out why the person, what? No, I'm sorry, I'm a book club snob. You didn't read the book and you don't have a valid reason of not reading the book, do not come to my meeting. Girl, I I still go to class. Well, if you don't <laughs> like the book and you start reading it, oh, okay, gotcha. You have to have a reason not to have read it. I'll agree with that. Okay, I'll agree with that. Hey, I just wanted to call you at three o'clock in the morning and let you know I didn't read the book because I just didn't get around to it. Can no, I come to the meeting, please? No, it's not getting around to it. It's like saying, okay, this book. It is something I don't like. Look, I'm going to be honest. It's romance. I've tried to read it, and it doesn't appeal to me. Yeah, that's right. All right. That's when you finish it for spite so you can go to the book club and brag about how much you No, I'm not doing that. Or you don't finish it. You go, hey, I didn't read the book because I wanted to piss you off, kid. You finished the power for spite? Yes. Because I was like, what? I was like, are you freaking kidding me? Okay, I got to read how bad this book actually is. I did that with The Giver. That's not spite, though. Oh, see, and here we go. I finished it, thank you. I had my mom finish reading it to me, but I finished it. Thank you very much. Remember, I'm Mikey. He likes it, Mikey. I didn't even like the movie. The Giver was just not my thing. What? No. No, you have watched it and I have fallen asleep. It's much different. Well, anyway, if you don't want to read the book, you can still come to the book club, unless, Kayla. Unless Kayla's at the book unless club. Unless Kayla's don't, here. Don't then she'll be judging your... Then just don't talk to Kayla about anything. I'm sure we'll give Kayla the option of picking a book for one of the... Because uh, we got six directly. of them. Of course. She's, ta- she's tearing down her stuff because she's got to drive home to No, that's Lawton. not why. It's because somebody didn't finish the book. She's driving home to lot <laughs> tonight. So she's you. done. She's going to go forget about the fact that we didn't read the book. <laughs> We're glad you came, Kayla. Yeah, thank you. Hey, speak for We're yourself. We're bummed she's out about Jessica today. being oh, in a car accident, which really uh, sucks. I don't even know what she was going to review tonight. She told us in the group text. Did she? Yeah. What was it? Uh, was it Ninth House? Somebody uh, well, no. Somebody already did Ninth House. Did Ninth House. She, she wanted to do Ninth House. But it was something like that, though. I think it was... Not to beat a dead horse, but she may not have finished the book and heard about Caleb. <laughs> she wouldn't get in a car accident just not to come. Oh, you think that she went all out or she just made up an excuse? Because come on now, there's a couple of different options here. Oh, come I'm on. I'm sure she wrecked her car I don't, just specifically I don't, not to come. Here. 
Martha's over here like, so you have to actually get sick to claim sick? You have to is actually get in a car <laughs> accident to say you're getting in a car accident. <laughs> is, that, is that how that works? Yeah. That'd be a hard thing to fake. No, it wouldn't. <laughs> All you got to do is sideswipe somebody that just really doesn't look like they deserve to have a nice car. But then that's really getting but into that's a car messing accident. messing up your car, too. I have this thing. It's wonderful. It's called insurance. Let me tell you about insurance. <laughs> oh, man, that's a whole other thing. Oh, that's, we could do a God. whole podcast on rotten insurance, couldn't we? I was sitting there the other day, and I was watching... Um, it was commercialing, and an Aflac commercial came on. Aflac. And my son, my son just got into a car wreck not too long ago too. So like I'm dealing a week with ago. all of the insurance stuff. Yeah, stuff. <laughs> and I was sitting there watching that, and an Aflac commercial came on, and I'm sitting there thinking, that's just, what's wrong with it now? The world now that you have to have insurance for your insurance. Because AFLAC is to cover what your medical insurance doesn't cover, like deductibles and stuff. And then when you have a car wreck, you have to have gap insurance to cover what the regular insurance won't pay for your car that just was It total. sounds to me like we really need to do a podcast about insurance. No, because it's not books. It's and a just, ripoff! I'll just get angry. If you, pull the terms, like, if you pull the terms and conditions, it's like a whole book. I know. It's ridiculous. What? They screw you with the drive-thru. Yeah, if you pull the terms and conditions. Oh, yeah. You got a whole book there. Oh, yeah. And that's per company. I hope mm-hmm. none of you work for an insurance company. <laughs> we were about to throw stuff at you. <laughs> Ooh, I got a lot of empty cups over here. You better just out the back. Oh. Are right. we about ready to wrap we're done. this up? Woo! Kayla. My goodness, you're getting awfully fresh with me down there, aren't you? You stay on that side of the table. I am a taken woman. She's got her hands up my skirt. Did you find it? I legit looked down to see if she was wearing a skirt. <laughs> that's that's more that's more of what surprised me was the skirt part. <laughs> see, I'm super go. I don't know. Martha's the one who believed that a uh, old girl got into a car wreck. <laughs> She did. She just didn't read the book. Can't get enough of three book girls? Join the conversation on Facebook and follow them on Twitter and Instagram. If you really love them, share the podcast with a friend. Three Book Girls, a Steel Trap production.